Hello and welcome to the Glacier Valley Church of God. Today's podcast was recorded live on Sunday before a full church. If there's anything we can do to bless you, to pray for you, please contact us at 907-789-3605. Glacier Valley Church of God, a place of hope, a place of healing. beautiful place. Juno is a beautiful place. And he is right, just so, uh, and I'm going to take just a moment, and let me tell you why I'm going to take just a moment, because I've never been here before, and you got to check me out. I know you have to, you know, that's what you're going to do for the first few minutes. You're going to check me out. Who is this guy, you know, and where does he come from, you know? Well, I have been in Alaska a good bit, never ministered in this church, but Believe it or not, I have, I have preached in Barrow, you know, and that's pretty much top of Alaska, right? And Barrow and Wasilla and Anchorage and, you know, Eagle River, Eagle River last year. So uh, I'm thrilled to be here. I love coming to Alaska. I love Alaska. I mean, it's just from the first time I came here, I love being here. Uh, we're from Mississippi. And somebody asked me, was it warm there? Is it warm there? I said, well, we're just getting into our summer, and when we left, it was about 85 degrees. Uh, and that's just, that's just warming up. You know, it'll be up in the 90s, 100, it'll break 100. So, yeah, it's hot. It's hot there. So, uh, but, uh, but I do. I love Alaska. I'm thrilled to be here with you today. Got to spend some great time with your pastor and his wife yesterday and, uh, and go around and see some things. So, you're sounding great. You're looking great this morning. So I promise you, you go ahead. You can check me out a little bit. That's fine. But I come with a word today. I've come with a word today that, that I, want to, uh, I want to share with you. And I've asked a couple of guys to help me do something. Guys, y'all come on up here. And I will explain this in just a minute, okay? I'll explain it. So, but I've got, I've got something here I want to give each of you that, that want it, and I'll explain it. And it is an armband. I mean, everybody loves armbands, and they love these overseas. When I go overseas in foreign countries and stuff, man, they love these. But it is a reason. It's not just a gift. There's a reason. I'm going to share that with you this morning. But if you will wear one, let me say that again. If you will wear one, I want to give you one today. If you go and go home and throw it on the dresser or get rid of it or something, don't take one because somebody else will get it. Somebody else will wear it. But if you will wear one, I want to give you one today. Then I'm going to explain to you uh, what it says, okay? All right, guys, do it quick. Go. Y'all take it and go, uh, go share them uh, with everyone that would like to have one. And I will show you I wear one all the time. Matter of fact, I've even got a couple more on. I'll tell you what they are. But I wear one all the time because it reminds me. It is a reminder to me. And sometimes I take it and sew it. Sometimes I give it away. I sew it into somebody else's life. And then when I do, I put another one on so that I can do the same thing. Now, let me tell you real quick before I get into where we're headed today what this is and what it represents. You will notice on it, when you get yours, it will say, Breakout. Breakout, and it'll have a dove on each side of it, 
Uh, we just had these made. And then you'll have the scripture on the back. Luke chapter 4 and verse 18 is a theme scripture. Okay, so let me tell you a quick rundown of what this is. Ten years ago, the Lord began dealing with me, and what would happen, the Lord would give me a word at the end of each year or the beginning of the year. This started happening ten years ago, and the Lord would give me a word. The first word the Lord ever gave me was shift. And then I would begin, he would give me a scripture, and I would begin searching that out. But I started noticing something after a few years. I started noticing that whatever word that the Lord gave me for that year, you started hearing that word in other places. You, the same word. So that let me know that what the Lord was giving me and giving other people, and it was a great confirmation to me, he was giving us a corporate word for the body of Christ. You know, sometimes the Lord will give a word to an individual about something. Sometimes the Lord will give something specifically to a specific church, a specific church. But there's also a corporate word that the Lord speaks to his body. Doesn't matter where you are, it's a corporate word that the Lord speaks. So that started happening to me 10 years ago, and I would spend almost a year sharing, sharing that. Uh, some of the words the Lord has given me, like new beginnings a couple of years ago. Well, little did I know what new beginnings meant. Y'all know what we went through, right? A couple years ago and last year. You know, does anybody want to go back into 2021 again? I don't want to go back into 2021 again. But what I want to do, I want to bring the good things forward, amen, as we move forward. Okay, the Lord had given me the word a year ago about ingathering. I haven't got time to share all that. But this year, this year is what's important. What you've just been given, this year... The Lord gave me the word breakout. That's what the Lord is saying for this year. Breakout in 2022. Now, I know in Juneau, Alaska, none of you ever have any problems, right? Y'all are smiling at me, see? None of you ever have any problems. None of you ever go through anything, do you, right? You know, that's just down in the lower 48. No, we all go through things. We all deal with things, whether they're spiritual things, financial things, family things. We all deal with stuff. But the Lord said 2022 is the year of breakout. Amen. And that's what he is speaking this year, not just through me, but I'm seeing that word in other prophetic realms. That same word is being released. And I said, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. That's confirmation. So this year being a year of breakout, I want you to remember that today. I'm going to share the scripture with you, a year of breakout. And what we have to do, we have to break through so that we can break out. Amen? We have to break through so that we can break out. Now, if you receive his word today, this is a word from the Lord. You receive this word no matter what you're dealing with, like what pastor said a while ago. <clears throat> If you have an encounter with Jesus and he, is, and he has really proclaimed the word breakout, your situation can change. Things can happen in your life and your family. Maybe you've dealt with those for years. Amen? I want to pray. I want to share the scripture with you. Okay? And look, let, this, let that be a witness. Let that be a witness because somebody's going to ask you, it happens to me, oh, what, what, what does that mean? Oh, well, see, they just opened the door. They just opened the door for you to share the gospel. That's what it is. It's just a witnessing tool. It's a witnessing tool, but it also reminds us of what the Lord is saying for this year. Amen? Amen. Don't y'all get quiet on me, okay? Amen. 
All right, we're going to do, let me tell you what we're going to do. We're going to do first this morning. We're going to pray. We're going to ask the Lord to open our hearts that he can speak to us through his word today. Amen. The Lord spoke to me last week something specific about uh, what to do in this service today. And we're going to do it here in just a few minutes, okay? We're going to do it in just a few minutes. Lord, we love you today. We thank you for the opportunity to be in your house. Lord, this is your house, and I proclaim and I decree in the name of the Lord Jesus, break out in 2022 for Juneau Glacier Valley Church of God. I decree and I declare break out and break through in 2022 for Glacier Valley Church of God in Juneau, Alaska. And Lord, I ask you to quicken our hearts today, Lord, that we might hear your word. Lord, I ask for your anointing to speak your word in power and authority today. But Lord, not just upon me, but I ask for the anointing upon your people today, Lord, to receive this word, Lord. Even those that might watch at a later date, Lord, that same anointing, that same power, Lord, of your presence would touch their lives. And Lord, I ask you for open heavens in this house today, right now. Lord, let there be open heavens in this house today. And Lord, I ask you to send your angels now and surround this place, surround this place. Put us in one mind and one accord, Lord, that we might receive what you have for us today. And Lord, none of us are going to leave the same way we came. We're not going to leave the same way we came, Lord, but we're going to be quickened and we're going to be touched and we're going to be your witness. Lord, I pray now. As so many prayed, you know, so many people pray. They say, Lord, fill me up, fill me up. I don't pray that way anymore. Lord, I don't want you to fill me up. I want you to run me over. I want you to run me over because it's over. It's only in the overflow that you can touch somebody else's life. So, Lord, I thank you in advance for what you're going to do right now. Lord, I ask you to save, deliver, heal, feel, and bring higher today, Lord, in this house, Lord, as you touch every person today. And we thank you in advance, Lord, for what you're doing and what you're going to do right now. In the name of the Lord Jesus, we pray. And the church said, amen. amen. Now give the Lord a big hand. Amen. Yeah. I like that. Well, let's rock and roll this morning. Amen. Let's see what the Lord's got for us. All right. I told you this is a year. This is a year of breakout. The theme scripture for this year, it's on your band, Luke chapter 4, verse 18. It's also found in Isaiah. Luke chapter 4 and verse 18 says this, 18 and 19, says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind to set the oppressed free, and to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. I've read that scripture probably a thousand times, but it only came alive to me this year. This year, it was like a, it was like a revelation of that scripture, and I think it's going to be the same for some of you right now. Let's go back for just a moment. Say, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Let me tell you something. God's Word is multidimensional. Listen, his word is multidimensional. Do you remember what Jesus said? He said, the words I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. In other words, you can't take them just on the natural, you know, the natural word, so to speak. But it is a spiritual truth, a spiritual truth. 
that comes into you. His word, just like God himself, his word is multidimensional in many different ways. But the first of that scripture says something that all of us need to recognize today. It says, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. Now, I want you to do something with me now. You see, I believe in decreeing and declaring. I believe in speaking. We have to open our mouths sometimes and speak, okay? The Lord's given to, to, told us to do that. I don't have a lot of time this morning. There's so many different ways I could go right now. But you need to tell yourself today, the Spirit of the Lord is upon There you go. Some of you got it. You need to decree that right now. Let's do it. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, not just upon the pastor, not just upon the pastor, not just upon the, but the spirit of the Lord is upon you. So the spirit of the Lord is upon me. Why? Why? Because he has anointed me. He has anointed me. What is the anointing? It's merely his presence. Amen. It's merely his presence. I love the anointing. I'm an anointing junkie. I love to take the pulpit because when I take the pulpit, then the anointing begins to flow. I talk fast and I don't stand still. Because he has anointed me. Okay, I'm talking about you now. Because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. Oh, and I see so many times that's been taken out of context. It just came alive to me. To preach the gospel to the poor. Yes, we need to preach the gospel to the poor, to the rich, to the in-between. But we got to take that scripture for more than what it just says. It think, you would think he's saying, that, well, the poor, only the down and out. That's not what he's saying. you got to preach the gospel to the poor. Let me tell you who the poor are that we're supposed to preach the gospel to. Are you ready? You ready for a nugget right now? Anybody does, that does not know the Lord Jesus Christ as their personal Lord and Savior is poor. Amen. Let me say that again. Anybody that does not know the Lord Jesus Christ as their personal Savior is poor. They are poor spiritually. Amen. You know, there's an existence outside of knowing the Lord. I haven't always, I haven't always, you know, walked the walk that the Lord, that the Lord's got me in right now. Matter of fact, I had another life before I was reincarnated. I don't mean that. I'm just talking. Okay. Another life, so to speak. I spent 20-something years in law enforcement. I was a state trooper for 20-something years, but the Lord got a hold of my life. Amen. He got a hold of my life even during that time. And the Lord has used those things to teach me to walk in a spiritual authority. Amen? And all of us can do that to walk in a spiritual authority. But he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. And the Lord has said, if you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, then technically you are poor. Because he is the way, the truth, and the life. And he's not one of many ways. He's the only way. He's the only truth. He's the only life. So there can be an existence. There can be an existence apart from knowing him. But there can be no true life. There can be no true life and no eternal life apart from knowing him. So that's the poor. And then it says he sent me to heal the brokenhearted. He sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to those that are broken down. Why? Because the Lord brings healing. Amen? The Lord brings healing into your life. I've experienced that, and you've experienced that. And then it says to proclaim liberty 
to proclaim liberty to the captives, or this one says, to send me to proclaim freedom. How many of you like that? Freedom. There's a lot of freedom songs. We to proclaim freedom. We want to proclaim freedom for the prisoners. And you see, when you think about that, freedom for the prisoners, say, well, that's just the people locked up in jail. That's the people locked up behind bars. No, if you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, the enemy has made you a prisoner. He's made you a prisoner. So to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind. Listen to me. Yes, the Lord can recover the sight of the blind. It can be a physical thing. Physical blindness that the Lord heals, physical blindness. I've seen miracles. I've seen miracles in more than in other countries than I have the United States. I've seen miracles in India. I've seen miracles in Africa. Because we have to be receptive to what the Lord is doing, okay? We have to be receptive to what he's doing. So it says right there, to, to, let's quote it, recovery of sight for the blind. Now, let's take that a little deeper and see what the Lord is saying there. Do you know what? To not know, you ready? To not know the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, you're spiritually blind. To not know the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, that means somebody is spiritually blind. And their eyes need to be open, and that's what we're doing. This recovery of sight for the blind, to set the oppressed free, you know, because you can be oppressed. We know that even a Christian. I didn't say possessed. I said oppressed. Ain't got time to go there this morning. But we can all face the battles of the enemy, right? We can all face the battles of the enemy. But here's, here we go. You ready for 2022? To proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. 2022. Come on, somebody. 2022, the year of breakout. The year of breakout in 2022 to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. That's why I'm here today. That's what I'm doing today. But you have to receive the word of the Lord today and decree and declare your breakout in 2022, even in your body, this church. Woo! And to proclaim... To proclaim, I proclaim this year in my life as the year of the Lord's favor. The year of the Lord's favor. Don't you want the Lord's favor upon your life? Of course you do. Well, if we move on, how do we do this? How do we do this? You know, we can talk. We just came out of the Easter season, right? We just came out of the Easter season. And we've talked a lot about uh, uh, the cross and the sacrifice. And we sing the blood songs and the blood... Let me tell you something. You take the blood, you can't take the blood out. You can't take the blood out. You know Leviticus tells us that the life of the flesh is in the blood. The life of the flesh is in the blood. And the Lord says, I've given it to you upon the altar to make an atonement for your souls. That's what he told us in Leviticus. You can take... You can take someone, they can lose an arm, they can lose a leg, they can lose a body part, they can take an organ out, and they can still live. But let me tell you something, you take the blood out, and you're going to die. You can't take the blood out. Well, it's the same thing with Christianity, it's the same thing with the body of Christ. You can't take the blood out. Jesus said that everything must be cleansed with blood, and we're washed. But you know, we go back. 
We go back and we look at Leviticus chapter 14 and verse 7. Stay with me, man. I want to show you something. Now, let me tell you something. Do you know that Hebrews tells us that the old is a shadow of the new? I'm talking about the Old Testament, the Old Covenant versus the New Testament and the New Covenant. Anything you see in the Old Covenant, anything you see there and you read there, and we should know what it says, but look for the realization, look for the revelation in the New Covenant of how it came about. Because Hebrews tells us the Old, it's a shadow. It's a type and a shadow of the new covenant. And all of you and me, we all live under the dispensation of the new covenant. And I'm glad, amen? The Lord says we are living in a better, better covenant, but we're also more accountable. We're also more accountable. So when we talk about that, and we talk about the new covenant, but we've got to see what was the old covenant showing us and where does the realization come to? I want to show you something this morning. In Leviticus chapter 14, verse 7, it says this. It says, the leper is to be sprinkled with blood and water seven times, and then he is allowed to enter the camp, and this was for his cleansing. All right, stay with me. We're going to learn something. Leprosy, a lot of times in the Bible is related to a disease. There was a disease of leprosy. But you've got to also know that in the Bible, sometimes leprosy is used to, to depict sin. It's used to depict sin when it's talking about sin. But look at what this says here in Leviticus. The leper, the leper is to be sprinkled with blood and water. How would you like that? Seven times and then is allowed to enter the camp. This was for his cleansing, for his cleansing. Also, Leviticus chapter 4, verse 6 mentions seven times. Remember, the old is the shadow of the new. I'm going to show you something. Are you ready? You ready? Jesus' blood, Jesus' blood was shed seven times during the hours surrounding the crucifixion. Man, that ought to make somebody jump when you think about it. Jesus' blood was shed seven times. He's fulfilling the scripture that was spoken to us in Leviticus. Seven times Jesus shed his perfect blood during the hours surrounding the crucifixion. And you say, I know what some of you are thinking. Well, show me. Prove it. I'm glad you said that. I'm glad you said that. Number one, in Luke chapter 22, the word says that his sweat became like blood. His sweat became like blood. You know what was happening? Jesus was in the Garden of Gethsemane. I've been there two or three times in Israel. And he was under such anguish and such stress that the very pores of his skin opened up and his sweat became like drops of blood. Let me tell you something. Let me explain something here. You know, all Lee Miley's got to deal with is Lee Miley's sins. That's it. You know, imagine what each one of us deals with. We just deal with our own stuff. You know what Jesus did when he took on flesh? Emmanuel, God with us, the word became flesh and dwelt among us. You know what he did? He took up on the sins of the world. He 
took upon the sins of the world, mine and yours and everybody in this room and everybody that's ever been created from beginning to the last one, he took upon himself. And none of us could have ever done that. And the agony of that in that human body, he took upon flesh. The agony, the word says that his pores opened up and his sweat became like drops of blood. As the first time he shed his blood during the hours surrounding the crucifixion. And then as we move on, Isaiah chapter 50 and verse 6 tells us that they plucked out his beard. They pulled it out of his face. They pulled it out, and there was blood. You know, blood would be upon his face where they pulled his beard out of his face. That was the second time. The third time in Matthew chapter 27, the word says they placed a crown of thorns upon his head. And those big thorns, if you've ever seen it, and they drove them down into his head. They poked them down into his head. And the word says they struck him on the head, and he bled. He bled. That blood just ran down his face. That was the third time. The fourth time. Everybody knows about this one. Matthew chapter 27. The word says they had him scourged. They had him beaten his back. The word said he was beaten to the point that he was almost unrecognizable as a human being. He bled. He said, by my stripes you have been healed. By my stripes you are healed. And he took that upon himself. And he took that upon his back as they opened him up. And he bled. He bled. But I got to tell you something real quick right now. He did it because he loved me and you. He could have chose not to. All he would have had to say is, I've had had enough I've had enough but he didn't because he loved you and me enough Amen. that he took that upon himself he didn't have to do it for himself he did it for me and you Amen. so his back was beaten and he bled number five in Psalm chapter 22 he said they pierced my hands they drove spikes through his hands they pierced him, and he bled. He bled through his hands. Number six, Psalm 22 also tells us, he said, they pierced my feet. They drove those spikes through his feet, and he bled when those, when those things were drawn. That's number six. But guess what? There's another time. There's another time. Number seven, in John chapter 19, the word tells us that a soldier pierced his side with a spear, and guess what came out? Do you know? The word says he pierced his side with a spear, and blood and water came out. Let me remind you of Leviticus chapter 14 and 7. It says the lepers to be sprinkled with blood and water seven times, and then he is allowed to enter the camp. He is allowed to come in. Listen to me. Listen to this Lee this morning. Listen to me. Jesus' blood was shed seven times during the hours surrounding the crucifixion when the soldier pierced him, blood and water came out because Jesus' blood was shed for us. We are allowed to enter his camp. We are allowed to enter his family. It is for our clear. And guess what his blood was for? It was for your cleansing. Oh, are y'all tying these two together? Put these two together. It was for your cleansing. 
He did it for your cleansing. Not his, but for your cleansing. And he shed it seven times. And when we receive the sacrifice, when we receive what Jesus did for us, then we are allowed to enter his family. We are allowed to enter his camp. We are allowed to enter his kingdom because of what he did for us. Give the Lord a hand this morning. Wow. And when we see those things and we realize, man, Lord, you, you put all this in order a long time ago. And then you came and fulfilled it here for us. But you know what? Let me tell you something. I'm looking, I'm looking for greater revelation coming in these last days. We are in the last times. I'm not going to tell you when, where, or what. You can't do that. But I know by the signs of the times and what we're seeing, it can't be far away. It's got to be close. He told us that there will come a day when men will call right wrong and wrong right. Guess what? We're there. We're there. We're seeing it. We're seeing those things begin to happen. We have to do something. Sometimes we have to open our mouths. It's okay. I believe. The Word says, uh, believe in your heart, confess you with your mouth. That's when I have people pray for salvation. I don't let them. Can't do that with me standing there. Because the Word says, believe in your heart, confess with your mouth. Why? You need to hear it. You need to hear it. The Lord knows, but listen to me, the enemy needs to hear it too. He needs to hear it too, your confession. And when, you, know, you know, what does uh, Revelation 12 and 11 tell us? They overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and uh, the word of their testimony. Who they overcome? The enemy. They overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony. Mark chapter 11. Last scripture I want to take you to. Mark chapter 11, beginning at verse 22 through 24. This is something the Lord told me last week that I'm to share. Mark 11, 22 through 24. There's some things going on before that. You can go back and read it. But it opens up like this. Have faith in God, Jesus answered. Trust me. Have faith in me. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him, and He will make your path straight. That's Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. He said, I have faith in God, Jesus answered. And then He said, I tell you the truth. You, do you know? I'm going to tell you something. There is one thing that Jesus cannot do. <gasps> really, Pastor Lee? There's one thing that He absolutely cannot do. Are you ready for it? He can't lie. Oh, y'all got that. I pulled you right in on that one. He cannot lie. He's not going to lie. He says, I tell you the truth. If anyone sits in front of the mountain, is that what it says? No, no, no. It says, if anyone says, you got to open your mouth. If anyone says to this mountain, what mountain is he talking about? You ready? Whatever mountain you're facing in your life. Whatever mountain you are facing in your life. 
If anyone says to, let me say something right here too. It's not a name it and claim it gospel. Jesus said, if you love me, you'll obey me. You can't do whatever you want to do and then try to call on sugar daddy to meet our needs. Obedience is the key. If obedience is not there, everything changes. And I ain't got time to go into that right now. There's got to be obedience. I didn't say you were perfect. I didn't say I was perfect. But even Paul said, I'm not perfect, but I'm pressing on. I'm pressing on. And that's what we have to do. Didn't say we are perfect, but we're pressing on. But there's got to be obedience in our life to the things that we know to do. And when we're walking in obedience, yes, then we can ask the Lord, and He'll honor His Word in our life. I just want to throw that out. If anyone says to this mountain, whatever you're dealing with, go throw yourself into the sea, what does that mean? That means just get out of here. That means depart. That means leave. That means get away from me. Go throw yourself into the sea. Here we go. And does not doubt in his heart. You know what that is? That's faith. That's faith. Oh, I could preach on faith. I love preaching on faith. He does not doubt in his heart, but believes. There's faith again but believes that what he says will, this is his word, not mine, what he says will happen, it will be done for him. Walking in faith, nothing is impossible with the Lord. Let me tell you something, the Lord spoke to me a few years ago, and they had me a plaque made and hung it in my office when I was pastoring there. They hung it there, and this is what the Lord told me. He said, Lee, take off the limitations. You've put limitations. The Lord is unlimited. The Lord is unlimited, but we put limitations sometimes on Him. And the Lord told me, said, Lee, take off the limitations. But then He said something to me. Are you ready? This is what He said. The only thing that I am limited to is what you can believe me for. There's no limitations with the Lord. It's only us. It's only us. He hadn't missed it. We're the ones sometimes that miss it. Not him. He said, Lee, listen, I am only limited to what you can believe me for. Wow. That was a rhema word that the Lord gave me. All right, let's move on real quick. But believes in what he says will happen. It will be done for him. Therefore, I tell you, Whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it, and it will be yours. I had a pastor tell me one time, I was pre I'd preached about faith, and I was talking about faith. And faith is an action word. Faith does something. I ain't got time to go into all that today. But it does something. And he made a statement. He said, Lee, the Lord knows where I'm at. I'm just, I'm just going to sit right here. I'm just going to sit right here. I didn't say it, but I thought it. You know what I said in my mind? I said, you're going to sit there till you rot. You're going to sit there till you rot. Why? Because we have to take steps of faith. 
We have to act upon his word. We're not acting upon us. We have to act upon his word, and we have to take steps of faith. Lord, you said, this is what you said, Lord. This is what your word says, Lord. I'm doing my best to live in obedience to you, Lord. Listen, and I'm going to take a step of faith. I don't see it yet. I don't perceive it yet. But your word says. So what are you stepping out on when you do that? Another message. What are you stepping out on? You're not stepping out on nothing. You're not stepping out on the sea. You're stepping out on his word. And the Lord said, hear me. He said he honors his word even above his name. Watch this. Even though they are one and the same. He honors his word. And he said to have faith. He said to trust him. And then he says, if we talk to that mountain, we speak to that mountain in his name and the authority of his name and what his name carries and believe and have faith and walk with him in obedience and truth, that he will honor our request. He never said, if you pray. I got to breathe. He said, if. He didn't say if. He said, when you pray. When you pray. Believe and have faith. And he'll answer your prayers. He'll answer your prayers. I want you to think about this year. I could share with you a thousand other things right now, but I can't right now. I want you to think about this year. I'll be flying out this afternoon, be in Anchorage for several days. Like I say, your pastor's coming up too. Break out. Break out. I want that to get in your spirit. Break out. This year, in 2022, break out. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me to proclaim freedom, to proclaim freedom for those that are bound and break out this year. I want to see more than I've ever dreamed about. I want to go until the Lord calls or returns, and I want to finish well. I want to finish strong. And listen, I don't want to lack anything. I don't want to lack anything. And we've got to know the Lord wants more for us than we want for ourselves. You listen, all right, I'm going to say this and close. We're not waiting on him. He's waiting on us. And we have to examine ourselves. Examine ourselves. And see what he wants to do in our life. Break out. It's an action word. Break out means you do something. You break out. Say walls come down in Jesus' name. Walls come down in Jesus' name. Bow your head with me. Soft music, please. Just bow your head with me. I don't want to quit, but I'm going to. Whew. Lord, thank you for your word. 
Thank you for this year of breakout. We're going to break out in 2022. Lord, we're going to see things that we never thought we would see before. Do things that we've never done because it's going to be in the authority and the power of your name and by your spirit. And Lord, we thank you for that today. Lord, we're going to rise up. This is not a day to shrink back. It's a day to rise up in spirit and truth. Holy Spirit. Guys, I'm done. We're on the Holy Spirit's time right now, and I'm going to do what he said do. I'm done. Lord, touch your people. I sense an anointing. He is here. He is here. Hey, Pastor Lee, how do you know he's here? You may tell you because I brought him with me. He lives right here. He came with me today. And the word says apart from him, we can't do nothing anyway. I'm going to ask you to do two things with me. Hear what the Lord is saying today. Break out in 2022. But to break out, you got to follow him. You got to know him. You can't just know about him. Let me tell you something. The enemy knows about him and he knows his name. That's not enough. It's got to be a relationship with him. Every head bowed, every eye closed, except me and the Lord right now looking around, okay? Heads bowed, eyes closed. The first step is always salvation. To accept the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. That has to be number one. Because you can't go further. That's the beginning. You can't go anywhere else. That's the beginning. You might say, well, Pastor Lee, I did that a long time ago. Well, maybe you walked away. Did you? Have you walked away from him and you need to come back? You just need to come back home. I'm not going to belong this, but if you're here today, you've never accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, or you've walked away, and the Lord is quickening you this morning, and you're ready to come home to know that everything is good between you and Him, no matter what happens. If that's you, would you just wave at me right now? I want you to wave at me. I want to know how to pray. I see that. 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 Boy, Sandra, y'all need to be praying. I see that. Oh, my gracious. Look what the Lord is doing this morning. Several hands have gone up across this room. And we're not done. It's open. It's an open invitation this morning. I want to ask you a question now. I want to pray with you. The Lord's anointed me. I know that. He's called me. I want to pray with you this morning. Don't worry about what anybody else in this church thinks because it doesn't matter anyway. The only thing that matters is between you and the Lord. I don't want you to hesitate. I don't want you to give the enemy any ground this morning. Don't even hesitate. And we're going to get some others that are going to move too. If you raised your hand and you meant what you said, Come stand right here with me right now. We're going to pray. If you raise your hand, come. Don't hesitate. Come. Come. Here we go. 
Here we go. Come on, church. Be giving some of these people a hand right now as they come. Come over here, sir. Right here. Right here. Right here. Come. Come on. Don't worry about anybody else. It's between you and the Lord. Come on. Down this way. Right here. Come on. Right here. Line up, guys. Right here. Right here. Come. Come. Anybody else want to join them before we pray? Come on. Come on. Come on. This is your day. This is your morning. I told you I'm through. The Holy Spirit's not through, but I'm through. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. They're still coming. They're still coming. Oh, my gracious. Hallelujah. You see, though, I know the Lord sent me to Juno today. He sent me to Juno today. Squeeze right in there, ma'am. Anybody else? I'm fixing to pray. Anybody else? Anybody else? We're fixing to pray. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Wow. Wow. Everybody here, would you look at me? Those of you that are standing here. And the rest of us out here, you can go right along with me. I promise you, it won't hurt any of us. It won't hurt any of us. But those of you that are standing here, I want you to look at me. It's not that I can do anything for you. I can't save you. I can't deliver you. I can't heal you, but I know who can. I know who can. And I want you to pray this prayer with me right now. I want you to pray this prayer with me. And we're going to pray it out loud. We're not going to whisper. And everybody out here, you can do the same thing. It won't hurt us. Are you ready? Those of you that are here, look at me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus. Let's do it one more time, real loud. Dear Lord Jesus, I come to you today. I know I'm a sinner. I know I've done wrong. But Lord, I come to you today. And I ask you to forgive me of my sins. Lord, I ask you to cleanse me today. Wash me by your precious blood and make me white as snow. Satan, I renounce you. All you are and all you stand for. And Lord Jesus, I receive you. All you are and all you stand for. I receive you, Lord Jesus, into my life today. And by the confession of my mouth and the belief in my heart, I decree and I declare in Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to our service. Be sure to catch the video edition of this on either YouTube or Facebook Live. Again, if you need prayer, contact us at 907-789-3605. May God richly bless you in all things.